Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Did you know the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all of the social media outlets? Give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, or even a review if you're feeling generous. Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Hello, welcome to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jay, joined by Big Tasty, and we are here to talk NXT UK. Troy could not be here today. Holla, holla. How are we, mate? Um, yeah, can well, um, are we are we gonna are yeah. we gonna peel back the uh, the veneer of reality? Uh, have, have you composed yourself after the five nil? Yeah, so if anyone listens to this late in the week, Liverpool have just smashed United five nil at Old Trafford, and I am having a wonderful time. I've got a, <laughs> got a stick of Iron Brew Rock there that I'm gonna have after this to celebrate, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, should be it. Should and be a as good... an as an extra special treat, I got a Dave Master match on the show. You did get it. I was, I was waiting for that to be honest, mate. <laughs> waiting for you to say, "Well, Dave Master, but a little bit of hot action against Simbiosis there." Um, sure. So before we get into it, um, just gonna put a few tidbits and trinkets um, for this. Well, for the weekend. So what's trinkets? Like, like a small item of jewelry. Birthdays, mate. Usually. <laughs> um, so on the t- we'll do birthdays first on the twenty second of October, and um, so yesterday. At time recording, D'Lo Brown, Frankie Monet, aka Taya Valkyrie, Cutie Suzuki, don't think any relation to Minoru, and uh, Aerostar all have birthdays. Um, as for events. Sorry, just a quick shout out as well. It was also Sarah's birthday on the 22nd, my fiance. It was Sarah's birthday. So she'll be, she'll be made up to know she shares a birthday with D'Lo Brown. T- t- tell her I, I wish her a belated birthday. <laughs> I forgot to send her a text yesterday. Um, on this day, uh, WWF presents In Your House for Great White North. Ready for this card, Big Tasty. Oh, go on, tell you So, what year was the sorry, first? Let, give, me the, give me the year. It was 95. Oh, the, the vintage years, the good years. Uh, uh, yeah, so, Hunter S. Helmsley defeated Fatu, aka Rikishi, in the opening match. Jesus. Um, the Smoke and Guns defended the tag team titles against um, Against Razor Ramon and the One Two Three Kid, Goldust defeated Marty Janetti. Yokozuna defeated King Mabel. Oh no, sorry, Drew with King Mabel in a double countout. Is that because? Let me um, guess. Sorry, I know this is like WF booking. Did they both fall out the ring and were too fat to get back inside it? Hundred percent. Like I, I'm, I'm not. It was. It was probably some like sumo shit, wasn't it? They pushed each other out and then like, because like yeah. Well, Yokozuna was actually doing double duty that day, so oh, you know, can't have him doing fucking more <laughs> than that. I've got to do too much. Um, yeah, uh, and then Dean Douglas defeated Shawn Michaels for the Intercontinental title by a forfeit. This, I think, this was around the time when Shawn like faked an injury so he didn't have to lose. And right. then Razor Ramon immediately beat Dean Douglas for the Intercontinental title. That Razor doing it all as well. Fucking hell. Yeah, um, and then in the main event, Davy Boy Smith defeated Diesel, um, in it for by DQ 
in the WWE title match. I was just double checking. I was like, wait, what? A <laughs> lot, <laughs> yeah. lot of words so there. Won by DQ. Um, so yeah, a lot of sloppy finishes. And then there was a few dark matches. Psycho City. To, be, the to be fair, man, that tag match sounded pretty banging. What, Smoking Guns versus Razor and One, Two, Three Kid? Yeah, I'd watch that. I mean, to be honest, like on the the dark matches sound pretty good too. They got Psycho Sid and Henry Godwin, don't worry about that. Owen Hart and Yokozuna versus Bam Bam Bigelow and Savio Vega. Oof. That oh, could have been good. Yokozuna versus Bam Bam was like the host match I never knew I wanted. Yeah. Um, Bret Hart versus Isaac Yankum DDS. Formerly oh, the future Kane, obviously. The the first dentist of wrestling. The, um, the future uh, the future mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Yeah, exactly. Um, moving on onto the on the same day, um, where is it? Just uh, there we go. Um, Shakara presents. Is that the right one? Oh, no, no, it isn't. Now, now you're talking my language. I thought. Oh no, is this one? Shakara presents the Cyberneto Netico return in 2005. Ooh, so opening trailer. match, Cheech defeated CP Monk, Troy's favorite wrestler. Yep, guy um, dressed as uh, Chipmunk, the straight-haired Chipmunk, um, top top lad. Yeah. Uh, Lance Steele defeated Jay Phoenix. Anthony Franco and Matt Turner defeated Crossbones and Rorschach. Uh, Sweet and Sour La- Larry Sweeney defeated Chuchiro Arai, is that how you say? Uh, to win the Young Lions Cup. And the main event, <laughs> the only reason why I was like looking at it, like, oh, fuck, this sounds metal, was a 16-man tag team elimination match. <laughs> the team of Eric Cannon, Blind Rage, Chris Hero, Claudio Castagnoli, Grand Akuma, Hollow Wicked, Icarus, and Ultramantis Black defeated the team <coughs> excuse me, of Eddie Kingston, Jigsaw, Mike Quackenbush, um, Milano Collection 80, Mr. Zero, Sabian, Shane Storm, and Skade. I know who some of those people are. I, I know some of them are. There's quite a fucking else. Th- those... If you want me to still speak your language, there was also TNA Bound for Glory <laughs> in 2006. That was, ooh, that was before my time, but... Or was it? There's a few bits you probably enjoy here, like. um, I'll, I'll, I'll do this one. So, Austin Starr, the soon-to-be known Blair, Austin Aries, yep. won <clears throat> the Kevin Nash Open Invitational X Division Gauntlet Battle Royal which featured A1, Alex Shelley, D-Ray 3000, Elix Skipper, Jay Lethal, Johnny Devine, Kazarian, Maverick Matt Bentley, um, Cousin Sean Michaels, Norman Smiley, Petey Williams, Sharkboy, Short Sleeve Sampus, Samson, Sorelda, Sunjay Dutt, and Zach Gowan. Um, oh, this actually sounds quite good. The Team 3D defeated America's Most Wanted, the James Gang, and the Natural... Uh, is it the Naturals? Andy Douglas and Chase Steven, you remember yeah. them? In a four corners tag match. They were there. They were one time managed by obviously um, Shane Douglas, who is Andy Douglas's dad. Yeah. Is he? I did not know that. Yeah. I should have guessed that turning. Weren't they managed by Raven at one point? Didn't they become like serot- not serotonin or the flock or something <laughs> nonsense? I don't know. No, that was Kazarian and Matt Bentley. Yeah, that was but they were serotonin, weren't they? Mm. So, might have the flop then. I don't know. Raven, Raven was always hanging around young dudes. It was. It, it was. Um, we got Samoa Joe defeating Abyss, Brother Run, and Raven in a four way Monsters Ball match with Jake Roberts as the special guest referee. I mean, that's. Was that when Joe was probably still undefeated? Yeah. It was when Joe was undefeated. It was just before um, 
Kurt Angle happened. It was well, I think Kurt Angle happened shortly after this because he's on the card for this. Um, Eric Young defeated Larry Zabisco in a loser gets fired match. Uh, Chris Saban defeated Senshi, aka Loki, uh, to win the X Division title. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, Christian Cage defeated Rhino in an eight mile street fight. I don't know what uh, range. Don't worry about it. Um, Is it was, this, was, this, was this in Detroit, by any chance? It, it was in the Plymouth Township of Min- in Michigan, in the, outside of Detroit. Yeah, so that's why it was an eight mile yeah. street fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hernandez and Homicide defeated AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels in a six side of steel match for the uh, NWA tag team titles. Oh, Jesus, that'd be banging. And in the main event, Sting defeated Jeff Jarrett with Kurt Angle as the referee in a title versus career match for the NWA so, World Championship. I love how you have like you have Kurt Angle here, but he can't be in the main event because Jeff Jarrett's got to be in the main event. So he gets to referee the main event. This was before Kurt debut, the thing, wasn't it? Don't make any excuses, mate. There's no reason why Jeff Jarrett's in that main event of a Kurt Angle. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Um, moving on now to th- there is there is other stuff. Uh, there's, there's fucking loads on this day. Um, I, I'm not going to see the whole card, but there is also a PWG show where we got the main event was El Generico versus Kevin Steen in a ladder match for the PWG title. What year was that? Sorry. Uh, it was 2011. Ooh, was that when they were doing the like year-long feud? Yeah, and I think it was when Steen was out of Ring of Honor, but he was still in PWG. Was this after he lost the fight without honor to Generico and got because like one of their matches, the stipulation like loser gets fired or something? Yeah, I think so. Or loser leaves That's town or something. Like, I think I remember as part of that feud, Steen had to leave Ring of Honor for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, also on the undercard, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly uh, lost against the Young Bucks in, for the tag titles. Is that the team and of Future Rick- Shock by the any chance? It was. And Ricochet defeated Chuck Taylor. Oh, Jesus. Um, also, cheeky da- Davy Richards, Willie Mack match on the card. So that, they, that was a PWG steam. I always forget how long Willie Mack's been around. Yeah, Willie Mack's like, been around since like 2005. Yeah. Um, moving on to today's date. The 24th of... Is that right? 24th? Yeah, it's 24th, yeah. Did I just miss a date? Did I just go back a day too early? I did, didn't I? Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, <clears throat> so, on uh, on this day, birthdays first, um, the demon Dale Torborg, who made his return to Impact Wrestling last <laughs> night. Happy birthday, it's his Dale birthday. Um El Fantasmo, his birthday. He, didn't, he he made a, a slightly less um, grand yeah, ma- appearance. I mean, he didn't win, but you know, he didn't win. He was there, um, and it says here Rex Steiner, but it's actually Braun Breaker now. It was his birthday too. Oh, cool! So happy it is, birthday! Is, is his birthday? Is today? Yeah, he was born in 1997. That's upsetting, isn't it? Maybe give him a nice, uh, nice NXT title shot as a little bird present. Well, he's, he's getting one, isn't he? Against uh, Champa this week. Yeah, well, maybe give him a nice little NXT title. Yeah, that could do. Uh, Right, so we'll go all the way back to 1993 now. WCW presents Halloween Havoc. So, in the opening match, um, I don't know any of these. Actually, no, I know one of these. Charlie Norris and Ice Train and the Shockmaster. 
defeated Kane, Cole, and the Equalizer. Is oh, hang on, Kane and Cole. That's fucking that's Harlem Heat, isn't it? Yeah, is it fucking it's Harlem Heat? Until you said the Shockmaster, I was sure you were just making things up. Hmm? Until you said the Shockmaster, I was sure you were just making things up. Yeah, Kane Cole was the Harlem Heat before they were Booker T and Stevie Ray. Like who the um, fuck, who the fuck is Ice Train? Don't worry about it. Um, is it a person? Is it a team? I don't even know. It is. Is that? I I have no idea, mate. He's literally only ever worked for WCW. Fair. His last his last match was he got beat by Canyon on the last ever episode of Nitro. Okay, I mean at least he's got a that's something to, to you know to yeah. claim the stake in Go, it. Going under the name of Mi Smooth. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, moving on. Paul Orndorff defeated Ricky Steamboat by Cantos. Um, this sounds good. William Regal and Davy Boy Smith for the TV title goes to a time limit draw. Oof, yeah, I'd have a bit of that. Dustin Rhodes defeated um, Steve Austin to defend the uh, WCW US title. Um, the Nasty Boys defeated Two Cold Scorpio and Marcus Bagwell for the tag titles. Um, Sting defeated Sid. Rick Flair defeat, uh, lost to Rick Rude by DQ. And in the main event, uh, oh, that was for the WCW International World Heavyweight Championship. Because why not? Yeah. Um, and in the main event, Vader defeated Cactus Jack in a Texas death match. I mean, I'd watch that too, but... it, it bangs. I've watched that not that long ago. It's, it holds up to this day. Um, moving on, we go to where the fuck is it? Is it that one? Very professionally having this ready. But we go back. Back to C uh, to CZW, not to CZW, to Shakara Tasty. Shakara fight. Take, take me there. Shakara Terror presents in 2010. Terror in the neighborhood. Rendezvous at Big Gulch. So <clears throat> in the opening match, Stigma and Vin Gerard defeated the All Twins. I think I was Soldier I, think, and, I, I think I was watching Shakara at this point, to be fair. I was watching Shakara at this point. I don't remember the show, but I was watching it. Um uh, Soldier Ant defeated Dragon Yuki. Day Daisy Hayes and Sarah Del Rey defeated the Super Smash Bros. Which, for those who don't know, is uh, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson from the Dark Order. Yeah. Um, Frightmare and Hollow Wicked defeated Icarus and Johnny Gargano. Pinky, San Pinky Sanchez and Tessas defeated Jigsaw and Mike Quackenbush. That was when they uh, were that was when they were members of the BDK. Who, if you want to hear more about the BDK, listen to our favorite stables episode from way back when, when I talk extensively about them. It was in the BDK. Tursus and Pinky Sanchez. Oh, okay. They were um, well. Um, they were um, uh, Claudio Castagnoli was the leader, or like Cesaro as he's, uh, he's we'll done. We'll get to we'll get to him in a minute. Um, Grizzly Redwood defeated Dasha Hatfield. Uh, Eddie Kingston defeated Tim Donst. And in the main event, um, Swiss Money Holding, the team of Aries and uh, Claudio Castagnoli, defended the Shikara. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to just say tag titles against the Oscarian. It had a funny name, didn't it? Campionetos de Pajeras. Um, there you go. There we go. <laughs> Defeated the Osirian Portal and Masters and Ophidian in a two out of three falls tag match. 
So fun fact, the Assyrian Bowl, you probably seen it, people might have seen them on like Twitter, like in like gifts and stuff. They're the guys who are like a pharaoh and a snake and like the snake hypnotized people. Um I think yeah. it was 2010, they entered the King of Trios and they had to have a third member. They added um Heracon, who was basically just Jonathan Gresham in a mask. Yes, boy. Did, <laughs> you, see, did you see what got uh, announced for PWG? No. Um, no. the next show. Jonathan Gresham versus Daniel Garcia. Oh baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's gonna be dirty. things gonna get spicy <laughs> um, and final Alamon, uh, 2015 Ring of Honor presents Glory by Honor 14 champions versus all stars so this was a very strange card but let's let's roll with it um, Kelly Klein defeated Ray Lynn Adam Cole defeated Will Ferreira Um. Kenny King and Rhett Titus defeated the Beer City Bruiser <clears> and <throat> Silas Young. The All Night Express, thank you. I, I couldn't remember the tag team name, and I knew you did. <laughs> um, Caprice Coleman defeated Samson Walker. Michael Elgin defeated Donovan Dijak, aka T-Bag, from T-Bag. Um, Jay Diesel defeated Shaheem Ali. Um, wasn't Shaheem Ali meant to be like a really big fucking deal? And yes. Last match, his last match was in 2019 for Ring of Honor. Um, Cliff Compton defeated Adam Page, Bob Adams, uh, Bob Evans, and Cedric Alexander in a fatal four-way. Th- this is this this is the match which makes me want to watch this show. Actually, um, the Briscoes defeated War Machine. Oh yeah, that was a slap. That'd be a nice gentle exhibition match, wouldn't it? Yeah, um, and in the main event, Jay Lethal. Matt Taven, Michael Bennett, and Roderick Strong. I think the Kingdom could be Taven and Bennett. Taven and Bennett definitely the OG Kingdom. I'm sure that Strong was in it, and I think Jay Lee on my own um, defeated Christopher Daniels, Dalton Castle, Frankie Kazarian, and Moose in oh, a nice. person tag team elimination match. Oh, I love them elimination match, man. You need to do more of them. They do need to do more of them. Should have a pay view based around that. <laughs> yeah, but in Taiwan, maybe in like you know September, October. Yeah, let's let's do that. See see what happens. Um, sure, sure that'll never get over. But yeah, that was tidbits for today. Um, shall we get into the old NXT UK? Yeah, man, let's smash right in. This was another one of those shows where it wasn't like it wasn't super stacked, but it, it did a lot of like kind of like story development. Just, yeah, just just sets all the pieces up. These are important. Like they happen. Like this is what AW does well as well is like it'll have a show where like nothing like major happens in like big up angle but like it just you look back in a couple of weeks time and it go hang on all of this actually started on this show like all the little and it does yeah. it, you can see here like a lot of like little pieces moving into place I mean, yeah. you, you've got to think we're maybe working towards a UK takeover now that fans are back hopefully at some point you just need to do one in the BC Sports Studios like yeah. the both because they've got they've got so many big matches that they're just kind of giving away and that's great but I feel like if they actually did it on a takeover, they get a bit more time to kind of play with, mm. be able to give some of these matches. Because a lot of these matches are just kind of like one match on the show, aren't they? Yeah. Or like the, the main sort of like... Well, you can because you've only got like an hour, you can only really have one match for like 15, 20 minutes <laughs> a week, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. So if they had, at least if they did like the takeover, they could do it where um, they can add a bit more meat to the bone. Um. But yeah, opening match, uh, Zaya Brookside versus Aaliyah James. This got set up last week. 
um, thanks to Nina Samuels being a bad shit there. Um, yeah, so lots of um, we've not seen Aaliyah James for ages either. Like, I mean, I, she, I she, she got a little promo on the way down to the ring to sort of like you know, yeah, she she did kind of look like she kind of and um, not so much repackaged herself, but she like changed her gear up. She'd look like look like she'd um, look like she was like doing a bit more like strike based offense, whereas she was a bit more like high flying last time. Well, we, their old was gimmick was just like, oh, I want to try my best and maybe win. That'd be nice. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we haven't seen it for like a really long time. Definitely for like at least like six months. Um and she, someone who like I thought was quite impressive. Um yeah, lots lots of ma- wrestling in this match. Uh, Zaya works the arm. She's a lot more aggressive as well. And it it's like it's almost like it's just business as usual for Zaya in this match. Um she goes for the Brooksy bomb and James reverses it into a sunset flip to pick up the win. So um I've not watched for a little while. Is is Zaya? Has she gone heel or is she going heel? Uh, going. Ba- basically, um, <clears throat> she challenged Danny Luna a couple of weeks ago. Danny Luna just murdered her. Yeah. Um, and then she looked like frustrated outside and refused a handshake. And then, like that's basically it. Like it's she thinks she can beat people, but then. Gets beaten and then like spits it up pretty much. I mean, she hit like double knees on the back of Elias' head, which was a uh, not very baby face of it in this match. Yeah, well, that, that's one of that's like what she does to set up a finisher anyway. Yeah, in the corner, but yeah, she was a lot more aggressive. She was doing a lot more like sort of limb work and let's just say after kind the, of like I after the match again, Elias offers a handshake and, and Zaya slapped it away. Yeah, storms off. Uh, and Aaliyah just kind of like goes okay and just celebrates um, yeah ho- hopefully this is the beginning of a push for Aaliyah James because she's very good yeah uh, yeah so, and Zaya it's interesting to see where they're taking this character considering she was like very much portrayed as like the very sort of o- almost like very bright eyed and bushy tailed yeah I mean in, in a few Nina Samuels earlier like in the year she was like the white, the, the whitest whitey baby face like in the world, yeah. and then now she's she's doing like basically trying to turn into like sort of female John Watson. Mm, yeah, to a degree. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting to see where they're going with this. <clears throat> um, definitely want to watch. Um, we then get Mako Satamora doing like training uh, with Amelia Kent McKenzie. She gets asked about a match with Ginny, which is in two weeks' time. And she basically says, yeah, Ginny's the faction he's there on the final boss. Um, and yeah, that was pretty much it. And just carries on training. Um, that match is going to absolutely fuck. Yeah. That's just going to be like them just kicking the shit out it's, of this. Year. This will be, if you need it, this will be a reminder that Ginny is a really, really good wrestler. Yeah. Well, she she had a really good match with um, Amelia McKenzie a couple of weeks ago. Um. Like since since that feud with Eva Valkyrie, she's been like in a different gear. Yeah, but if, if you're sleeping on Ginny, like what can watch and learn. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, we then get uh, Kenny Williams vignette, and he says everyone so will see it's, how low. It's fine. Our oh, mate who looks just like him has come back from America now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, me, me and Jay have a friend, a mutual friend, who literally looks like the spitting image of Kenny Williams. It's terrifying. He, do- he doesn't so much anymore now. Kenny Williams like shaves his beard off, and he's like. Yeah. He's he's basically um, look starting to look like he's a cockroach. 
his, his gimmick's the body from Men in Black. Starting to like actual uh, human garbage. Yeah, he's, he's walking along like the banks of the Thames um, again, which Troy said was green screen, but then on this one, he's actually walking along a footpath. I want to see him get in the water to prove that it's real. Yeah, I want to see him drink some of that Thames water <laughs> oh, and no. see if he's like, into an actual cockroach. Just give everyone fucking COVID. Um, yeah, he... <laughs> I think COVID's the fucking thing he needs to worry about if he's drinking the Thames water, mate. <laughs> Might get a new fucking pandemic. But yeah, um, he basically says, like, everyone doubted him and they're, they're going to see how far, how low the, the scum of the earth can go now. I love how, like, um, so he, he just sort of, he, he sort of British off and he's like, yeah, I never said I was on Beatle. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's like, yeah, I lost. So what? I'm, I'm fucking, I'm filthy. Yeah, he's he's an absolute piece of shit and I'm, I'm intrigued. Like, weird, because when, when he first turned heel and he started, like, this whole, like, scum of the earth character, I was I wasn't really sold on it, especially because, like, it kind of, They'd made like too much of a deal out of Shaven's beard off. I was like, oh, all right, that's weird. And it was like they they just repackaged them completely after they just turned them heel. And it wasn't like it wasn't subtle, was it? Like he was literally said, I'm the scum of the earth like a thousand times. Mm. And like there was no there was, there was no like there was no like intrigue, but like you say, there was no like subtlety to it at all. Well, it was just like always like kind of when he turned when he turned on a Mia, it was like, Yeah, I'm a scumbag. I'm a scumbag, yeah, that's me. Um, and then it slowly kind of turned to the scum of the earth and now I'm like just like having like cockroaches show up on the screen as he's talking about being the scum of the earth yeah but it's, it's very um, it's very <laughs> tell don't show which is uh, not the way around it should be yeah it's it's a, it's a bit of a weird one but I'm I'm still intrigued because he is a, like he is an intriguing character I mean it's a credit to him as a compelling performer that he makes it work yeah yeah, he's it. It is as you say. It's a credit to uh, Kenny Williams that he's making this work, even though it's a little bit naff. Um, we then go to the next match, which is one you'll be enjoying, mate. Uh, it's, I mean, it's 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 not, it's not quite hot o'clock. It's like quarter to hot, but I don't know. Like T Bone's a bit hot. T Bone's a beefy boy. Yeah, I'll uh, you know, Primate's a little fella, but he's a hot. He's 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 a hot in all but stature. Yeah. He, he carries himself Jack. like a horse. That's the most important thing. And Jack Stars was there too. Um, and Jack Stars is also there. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we got Mastiff and Stars versus Symbiosis. Uh, pretty deadly on commentary. Which for me, yeah. the best thing. Yeah, the best you, thing. We, we just need that all the time, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, very early on, uh, Lewis Howley says, Oh, I, uh, I, I think the primate uh, eats, eats raw chicken. In fact, once I saw the primate eating raw, like sneaking into the toilet and eating raw chicken, and he, and he straight away like, "How did you see him do that in the toilet?" And he's like, "Don't worry about it. It's fine." <laughs> Fun fact: um, as someone who's seen primates on um, the dating show Dinner Date, I can in fact confirm that he does cook his food. Yeah, um, well, that's good to know at least. The <laughs> the match itself, um, it was pretty much it was a stalemate for the most part. It was. Primate beating the shit out of uh, Stars, Stars tagging Mastiff in, Mastiff doing like the kind of heavy lifting, Stars coming in, getting a few like little flurries of offense. I really like the dynamic. So, like, obviously, it's a big mm. man, it's a big man, little man tag team, big fan of them. 
Um, and it always obviously starts sort of starts out. He, he sort of uses his like guile and speed, doesn't he? Especially here with T Bone to sort of like you know get around, and then you get in a bit of trouble, and then you'll like just tag his big brother in. You'll just tag Master him. That's for coming. Just lay everyone out, and then you'll tag Stars back in. Yeah, well, it's it's like Mastiff's took uh, Stars under like the learning tree, hasn't he? Um, yeah. <clears throat> and that's like where the whole dynamic for the team comes from. Uh, and yeah, it was pretty much just Mastiff would do all heavy lifting. Stars would come in. Get a flurry of offense, get a near fall, and then get battered by T Bone or Primate. Um, Mastiff manages to hit uh, into the void onto T Bone. Yeah, she's learned to the void for the boys. And as uh, he's about to like get the cover, Eddie Dennis pulls Jack Stars up the ring and just twats him with a shear. He also, to cause a, he also hit a beautiful um, <laughs> rolling fireman's carry or a Pepsi plunge, whatever you want to call it. Pepsi plunge. Pepsi plunge. Um, Ken Anderson had it. Ken Anderson got the plunge. Oh, um, that's the, the Lambo leap. Green Bay plunge. Green Bay plunge. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cheeky little one of them. Love, love one of them, especially when the guy hitting it to the size of a small car. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, so Eddie Dennis causes the DQ. This isn't the end of this view. There, Smith and Carr come and make the save and like run off symbiosis. Is it? it? It's interesting that there's kind of. It feels to me like we're going to get another really banging fatal four-way tag match. I was going to say this feels like it's built up to be like a multi-team tag match, doesn't it? It's just a case of who you know who comes in. Yeah, well, that fourth when spot. we had it'll be Mustache Mountain. When we had Mustache Mountain and um, not Smith a, and Carl, not so much then, Nah, don't worry about it. <coughs> um, yeah, when when we had uh, Mustache Mountain and um, Smith and Carter a few weeks ago, Symbiosis has got involved. Master and Stars made the save there, and then. There's been a little bit of tension there. Mustache Mountain got the win against uh, Smith and Carter as well, so they're already kind of like in the pole position almost. Makes sense if they just do a four-man, then it, they can get it onto the number one contendership onto someone that's not Mustache Mountain Yeah, without Mustache Um, And that match will probably bang as well. Uh, we, after this, get an, a Mel um, vignette, and she's just saying like she's, She's the first French woman to ever be signed to WWE and she takes that as a big deal and she realises it's like the weight of a nation on her shoulders. Um, and uh, Amelia McKenzie winning was a fluke and she's going to prove it next week when she returns to action. More Amel, please. She's absolutely Yeah, brilliant. she's really good. I mean, like, like we've said this before, but like the NXT UK women's division is really weird because like you've got Mako, who's obviously because I mean, obviously they took Kylie Ray up to NXT, didn't they? And you've got Mako mm. left up at the top, and then you've got all these other women who aren't quite maybe at her level, but they're they're all just bubbling right under. Yeah, and like, you feel like, like you feel like any one of them could be the next big one to come out. Like, yeah, I feel like Eva Valkyrie is obviously the one that I think if she hadn't got injured would have been absolutely. In that, in that position to like take the belt off Mako but with there being injured and no time frame on a return there's definitely like a lot of like interest and like there's Amelia McKenzie there's Ginny could feasibly do it next week yeah one two weeks um, and then there's Blair Davenport you can't really overlook her she's like really getting elevated at the moment so yeah it's it's all very very interesting <coughs> Um, after this we get Charlie Dempsey, son of Bill Regal, getting inter- interviewed. Uh, he says he's got... Oh, man. He's awesome. I love him. <laughs> Remi- he reminds me so much of Brian Danielson. Um, he says he's going to leave a lasting legacy in NXT UK. Uh, Wolfgang and Mark Coffey get in his face and say... Yay. 
yeah. <laughs> that's, that's and they, they basically say, um, don't do it. Don't do it like at our expense, pal. And uh, then, like as he's as he's like still like it goes back to a uh, Dempsey, and he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to get back to training now." And we see a pull apart with a uh, Tayman and Rohan Raja. Um, interestingly, Charlie Dempsey stays and watches this all like unfold. Yeah, he just sort of like sort of creeps on him a bit. He just like looks, keeps mm. an eye out. Is he looking at Tayman? Is that a thing? Well, Tayman said that the family's going to be expanding. Oh, I think it could be Charlie Dempsey. It'd give him something to get his teeth into, and then he could go and murder Wolfgang. Like, yeah, well, that's that's the other thing. Like, Tayman needs a third guy to like kill the rest of the gals with. And Charlie Dempsey with that like with that finisher he did, where he like basically just tied up uh, Josh Harlan. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think he he kind of fits the sort of hyper violent side like Tayman got going for him. Um. Yeah, I'd love to see it as well. Uh, after this, we get Supernova sessions with Tyler Bates. Um, Tyler comes out with Trent and Dar like makes a big point about saying how Trent wasn't invited, but then um, brings up that he's riding Tyler's coattails. Um, Dar Dar demands that Tyler just like relinquish the Heritage Cup and give it to him, and Tyler goes to do it, and then like him and Trent fake out uh, Dar and Shah. Um. Dar says they're too focused on the tag team titles and the, and then Trent says they, they mean the world to him and then pause and go, I mean, Mustache Mountain. I was like, oh, he's <laughs> going to turn on Tyler. Do you think, um, um, do you think Dar wins? I, I didn't until this segment. And yeah. then now, I'm, yeah, I think Dar could do it. Um, Tyler says it, it's like kind of corrects Trent and says it isn't about the tag titles now, it's about the Heritage Cup. And then he says, I'm going to beat Dar again like I do every time. He does some weird like thing where he gets tries to get everyone to play like the, the trumpet bit on his song. And it literally just like, it just dies like a fucking wet fart. <laughs> it's just shit. And he, like, he, do, he does it and he looks around and Trent's doing it. No one else is like, doing fa- it. Like fans are back, mate, but they're all really out of practice. So you've got to help them out. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was a bit, it was a bit shit. Uh, and yeah, then Dar, Dar cheap shots him. Uh, Shah Samuels gets him out the ring and just kind of like drags him away um, and like Dar's just like screaming saying like oh, yeah, I'm going to beat next week I'm going to prove you wrong um, very very interesting match. I'm looking forward to this match I wasn't that excited because we've seen it that many times but I am actually quite excited about this yeah but, um, I, mean, but I think also obviously as we said having it in a Heritage Cup format means they can they can tell a real interesting story throughout the match if they want to yeah, but last time they wrestled, it was a Heritage Cup match as well. Yeah, but you know, they could, they could do, do, stop trying to talk to you about it. It'll be fun. Enjoy it. <laughs> oh, no, it'll be good. Um, <clears throat> and then for the main event, we got announced that Rohan Raja and uh, Mark Coffey are going to wrestle next week and obviously Pate Dar as well. And then that leads us to the main event, which is Joe Coffey versus Jordan Devlin. Well, before, um, before we get to the main event, uh, Gallus steal his ring jacket. Yeah, I was going to say, um, Gallus steal a ring jacket. Coffee comes out and then Devlin uh, hits the breakout button and they just brawl around ringside. Uh, attacks Coffee during his entrance. Um, very similar to the match they had previously, a few weeks back. Uh, Coffee uses his power to control the match. Um, Devlin manages to use speed to throw Coffee into the ring post and then just like drop kicks and rib first into the ring post and then bow and arrows around them and just target, like put a big target on the ribs essentially. 
Uh, there was a really cool bit where there was just loads of top rope offense, like in one flurry. So Devlin goes up top, goes for like a dive and shoulder block. Uh, Coffee reverses that with an uppercut and just like yeets him into the stratosphere. Um, he hits this like springboard splash. Devlin go, manages to get up top again and then uh, Coffee hits a, a belly to belly off the top rope. Uh, both men then just trade punches. Devlin gets like KO'd by Coffee, knocked down. Coffee pins him. Devlin go, has clearly been going to the uh, Jeff Jarrett st- school of kickouts. Does the Jeff, the old Jeff Jarrett reach for the star kickouts? <laughs> uh, and then out, out from that, uh, Devlin manages to hit a 450 splash, gets a two count off that, and then just murders Joe Coffee with well, a Well, first up, uh, watch his face. Um, Coffee went for all the best <coughs> of the bells, and then Devlin just headbutted him out of it. Yeah, shit, I forgot to write that down. Yeah, he, he goes, yeah, he, he hits the Glasgow sound send off, gets it blocked by a headbutt, then the sound out of that was nasty in itself. And that's how Devlin gets the 450. And then, as I say, Devlin side, nice little float over uh, when he goes for the pin as well. And yeah. Now we're one apiece. I get the impression we're probably going to get Devlin on a team, probably Dar and Samuels against uh, Gallus. Don't yeah. think Devlin will get. Don't think Devlin's going to get involved with uh, with Tateman and the boys. Not yet. And yeah, that was NXT UK. Uh, what are your highs and lows, mate? Um, well, how many? I, I, don't know. I don't think, again, NXT UK on one-hour show, it's really hard for me to find the low. Uh, the high, I mean, obviously, the main event was was a banger. It was, uh, I, I very nearly gave it to the Housewives, very nearly. But, yeah, um, yeah I mean, Joe Co- you say what you want about Joe Coffee money. He knows how to do these, like, sort of really physical, like, horrendous, nasty-to-watch matches that that make you really want entertained. Yeah. And that's what you got here. If you told me that Jordan Devlin and Joe Coffey are going to go 14 minutes next UK, this is exactly what I expect, and it's exactly what they gave me. And yeah, I was absolutely made up. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that uh, for both. Uh, I think the the finish for the first match was a bit of a, like, me and Troy both like said it was a bit of a disappointment the way... Um, the way it kind of panned out because of obviously Gallus with the faces, but they all interfered to basically cost Devlin the match. Yeah. And I think it made everybody involved look bad. Whereas now F- it's faces, like... Faces act like heels, man. It's fucking weird. Stop it. Yeah. Um, Cody. And now now it's like... Cody. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like, yeah, they've, they've kind of rectified that. Um, just as a, like a, a little side one as well, uh, the Charlie Dempsey thing really intrigued me. Just with yeah, the fact that it... they've really sort of put a potential, because like you said, if he ends up in, in the family with him, then that gives him a, a way to really very quickly show off his qualities, like his, because he's going to be, he's going to have, like you said, that Daniel Bryan, like vicious sort of hard-hitting style, isn't he? And if he's doing that as a heel, he can be a bit more like vicious about it and a bit more brutal, which will be really nice. Yeah, and I, I, I like the fact that he did just the subtleties of him and, Tear man, like because he had like that, like weight, that old like school, like weight, like the stick on the stick. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't like on his phone, Google, like to join a cult or anything like that. It was like, no, it was, it was very, they left it all up to your imagination, which was quite nice. Yeah, um, this actually kind of leads quite nicely into uh, the mailbag questions we've got as well. Oh, excellent. Um, hit me. So, Faye said, if you could make an NXT UK equivalent, equivalent to Tony Macaroni, what would you do? Uh, you, 
you might know him better as Tony D'Angelo, Big Tasty. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I uh, have no idea who you're talking about. He's he's a new guy who's uh, in the new NXT. His gimmick is basically that he's like Tony Soprano. All right, okay. But he's like he's like a he's like a gangster, basically, like just stereotypical gangs. Like he's got an uncle Paulie. Is he like? Um, is he like? Because Tony Soprano is like quite a chubby guy. Is he like fit? Is he is he ripped or is he? No, he's, he's fit. He's like young Tony Soprano. Oh right, like okay. That, from that film they just done. Um, in, that, in that case, yeah, just give it to uh, <coughs> give it to Corvin. Be your favorite. Corvin. Yeah. Ooh, I was gonna say Tayman. Tayman's kind of like like got the crime family thing going. I, th- hasn't I think I think Corvin wear a trophy quite well. Yeah, or Shah Samuels. Well, oh, yeah, I mean, Shaw Samuels, he could, be, he, could, he could be a literal cockney gangster, couldn't he? Yeah. So, you know. Shaw Samuels literally was wearing a polo shirt with a hip flask in his pocket. The top <laughs> I he, mean, could be, he could be like, have you seen The Gentleman, the Guy Ritchie film? Yeah. He could be anyone yeah. out of that, basically. Yeah. And uh, phase Fa- follow-up was, would it be like be like something out of a Guy Ritchie movie, which, yeah, exactly. Okay, it would exactly. It would be specifically The Gentleman, yes. Uh, and then she said, um, also, if you feel like answering a horror movie theme question, if you go to the, go with the slasher movie tropes, which of the NXT UK roster would be in it? Who would survive and who would be the killer? Um, I think Eddie Dennis would be the killer. Yes, I was, uh, literally, I was well, at first of all, I thought like any of Symbiosis, because <laughs> all of Symbiosis would be the murderers. And yeah. um, the person running around screaming would be Sid Scarlet. Absolutely. Sid Scarlet would be like the first to die, I think. <laughs> Just sitting in a corner crying with like pissing himself. Just, um, just accepting it. Just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think as far as people who'd survive, Mako would have no problems. Yeah. Uh, I think Taya would be all right. Kenny Williams would be fine because he's a scum, the scum of the earth. <laughs> um, Kenny Williams would be a good one, actually, for the Tony D'Angelo one as well. Yeah, um, actually, yeah. Especially he's walking along the banks of the Thames like at night. Like he's like a fucking. Just waiting to like try and murder someone in the night. Um, well, Charlie Dempsey because he just tapped them out. Yeah, just just tap out a serious. Just, just put fucking ghost face in a <laughs> abdominal stretch. Yeah, just heel hook the heel hook the killer. <laughs> Do it like uh, Brian Danielson did to Bobby Fish the other week when he like bent his leg the wrong way. Um, oh, oh, I didn't forget about that. Cheers, mate. So it's all, it's all right, mate. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, who else? Who, who do we think wouldn't survive? Um, Jack Stars, man, he's 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 gone. Nah, Jack Stars got Dave Mastiff with him. Yeah, but he, yeah, but he'd lose Mastiff in the fucking graveyard. And he'd go looking for trouble, wouldn't he? And he'd get fucking done in. Yeah, I think Dave Mastiff might get done in because he'd be looking for fight same with Gals and Wolfgang. Why not? Eh? Yeah. Oh yeah, Wolfgang definitely die. He'd be too busy. He'd be too busy trying to fucking pull a prank on a fucking Michael Myers or something and get fucking knifed. Yeah, Flash Morgan Webster will get killed because he'd be trying to fucking happy slap the killer. <laughs> um, seeing as that's his gimmick these days. Well, um, yeah, what just, that, what just man from the Tango Edwards. Yeah, like literally, he, he got a match with Shaw Samuels because he happy slapped Shaw Samuels. Yeah, he happy slapped Wolfgang, didn't he? A couple of weeks ago, like a few months yeah, ago. Then, he didn't do anything with that. <laughs> I think he's left it hanging. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. He's just in. Um, it. He's in. Watch him call it Liverpool this week, isn't he? Who? Um, Mark Andrews. Oh yeah, he's at the, uh, he's at the, 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 the TNT festival thing. But he's not wrestling. He's there. No, with his band. He's banned the plane. Yeah. 
yeah. Look, look heels. Um, <laughs> I, I can't go anyway, it's fine. Uh, but yeah, that was um, that was the NXT UK podcast. Uh, thank you very much for your questions. Thank you, as always, for listening. Uh, if you want to find us, where can they go, Big Tasty? They can go to the internet. I'm not prepared for this. Um, they can go to Untitled Wrestling Podcast on some platforms. I think Facebook, Twitter. Um, yeah, Untitled Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, Untitled Wrestling Twitter, Instagram, and Discord, uh, and Twitch as well. And Untitled Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. I'm old as fuck, mate. I don't know how social media works. Don't worry about it. It's all right, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but I'll give you give you the opportunity. Um, but yeah, as always, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. It's a terrible Aaron joke here. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing. <laughs>